So what I would recommend for anybody who's looking to get into like buying and selling things, I would look into investing into uh, products that have a, a company with a really good marketing technique. So if this product, it has a lot of commercials, it has a lot of hype around it, I would get into that brand because it already has a lot of traffic and it's gonna move quick because people are searching for it actively. There are people going online and searching for Nike shoes. There are people going online searching for Yeezys. There's people going online searching for, you know, anything that's currently relevant that's already had a huge, um, you know, marketing campaign by those people who spent millions of dollars to market that shit for you. You just feed off of their marketing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So don't buy shit that people are not really into. Um, like niche markets, like little collectible items are cool and everything, but they move very slow. So if you're okay with having your money tied up for a while, they're, they're a great, you know, return for your investment, but they they move very, very slow because there's only like, you know, a couple hundred people in the world who give a fuck about some collectible items. But, you know, shoes in general, people are going to buy those yeah. things all day long. Shoes it's it's, it's all, it's mo it's half, it's 50-50 of a need and a want on shoes. So you have two, two, two type of level-headed people searching for those items, so. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the shoes hold their value pretty well. Yeah, so like, when they're new. Yeah, it's for, like my my uncle bought a pair of Yeezys recently for like two hundred bucks. He was in some like virtual waiting room or however that works, and um, yeah, he spent two hundred bucks on a pair of Yeezys. I'm like, dude, like when you die, I want all your shoes because he's a, he's a shoe guy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in like five, ten years, those Yeezys are going to be double, triple, you know. You would think, um, but Yeezys have flooded the market so much to the point where they're no longer really desirable for the new models. Mm -hmm. The new models have been mass-produced to the point where they're, they become common, which is exactly what Kanye wanted to do. So he wanted to create a large quantity so everybody could have a pair that they wanted a pair. Exclusive yeah, because he, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if or think he cares too much about the resale community, but he just wanted to make sure every kid who wanted to have a pair would get a pair for a quote-unquote affordable price, even though $200 or $350 is still not affordable for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, people are still buying it, and that's that's what's going on. I mean, the older models, you know, like the, the, the original first release of the Nike Yeezys, those have a crazy amount of value because they are super limited. There's controversy around it because that's the shoe that, you know, Nike put them on, and he told Nike to fuck off when so, they wouldn't So they were originally Nikes? Yeah, there's a Nike Nike Air Easy Ones and oh, the Easy Twos when the Red Octobers were supposed to come out. That's the last one he worked with with them. Are those better? Are those better than the Adidas ones? Yeah, way better. Oh, way better. Interesting. Yeah. So those those items, you know, they have a story. They they're very exclusive. Those hold value. Things that are commonly produced. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Easy's are still going to sell for money, but not to like the sneakerhead community. They don't. Mm really um put a crazy value on the new models well but i think i think the whole resale community is crazy like i don't know too too much about it but yeah. i have a friend who is in med school right now and he's basically putting himself through med school by flipping shoes yeah and that's that's wild that's crazy it's pretty cool though it's pretty cool yeah it's crazy i think um you should definitely take advantage of it if you have the opportunity to do it and i think it's just really cool how you know somebody around the other side of the world has an item that you want and they don't want so you both magically go online and you type in i want this item and then he types in i don't want this item i'm selling it and then you two guys meet in the internet <laughs> and then you guys exchange <laughs> currency for the item and then you get the item you want from fucking 
thousands of miles away and it gets sent to you. It's just so dope. I just think that concept is amazing. And it's I've also like, I've also seen a rise in like reselling accounts like on Instagram and like people you know turning that yeah, to a, like a whole business. Like there's one uh, recently I found I saw called Pumped Up Kicks. Mm-hmm. And you know, but the, their whole thing is uh, no, there's no waiting. Cause I guess sometimes are there like clearances you have to, or something you have to go through to get the shoes, or if to or if we get them verified or something. I don't know exactly what, but they're like you know you don't have to wait for them. The shoes are verified. You get them quick. So I don't know. Is that a thing? Like you have to wait a while to get shoes like that? Um. Well, when you're buying like some of the exclusive shoes online from the manufacturer, like Adidas, Yeezys, or whatever, there's a waiting room. You have to wait on the website until, mm. and if you get lucky, it lets you go through. If you don't, it sells out, and you don't get a pair. You want to hear some bullshit about some waiting rooms? So about two years ago, I think it was now, mm-hmm. uh, J. Cole was performing at the Norva down in Norfolk, right? Mm-hmm. And J. Cole usually does, like, stadiums and huge shit like that, right? But the Norva is, like, a 1500 cap. So I was like, oh, and the ticket was like 30 bucks. So I was like, holy shit, like to be, to see like J. Cole or, you know, someone like that in that intimate kind of setting like that, sound me the fuck up, right? <laughs> so they were like, okay, tickets go on sale this day, 10 o'clock, you know, whatever. So literally I took off work that morning. Mm-hmm. So I could sit on my computer and I'm sitting there clicking on a button that's not even clickable yet, right? And then as soon as 10 o'clock hit, I pressed the button again and it said you're in a virtual waiting room. Mm-hmm. And I was like 17th, 18th, something like that. And I'm sitting there clicking that button. I refreshed the page and within seconds, like literally, I wasn't even there for a minute, sold out. Mm-hmm. Fuck virtual waiting rooms. That shit that, is that's stupid. how it works. And that's the, the shit that, that the shit kids are dealing with. Dumb. with uh, those other shoes and stuff. Yeah. That that's shit how it is dumb. It's just basically like a potluck. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is a potluck? <laughs> I have nothing to do with this. I mean, a, uh, like, uh, you're fucking just going and reaching in, seeing if you get a lucky ticket. You know? It's like some really Wonka shit looking yeah. for the golden ticket. Yeah, it's pretty much it. And I, I mean, I guess it's fair. But I think that's part of the culture, part of, you know, the whole thing, you know, being exclusive, getting that ticket, you know? Yeah. I, think that's, like, I mean, it's fair. It's not it. like they're, they're not basing it off any, any bias. You know, they're not saying, you know, you can't buy this ticket or whatever. It's just luck. So I think it's, I mean, it makes sense, but it's annoying. And if you want it, you can probably buy it from somebody else. They get lucky. Who wants to sell it to you for your triple whatever you paid? Which is crazy. Like, I don't know. So, like, that's crazy. The items are that exclusive. The items hold that much value to where I could pay two hundred for it, but you'll buy it for a thousand. You know, that's. Well, yeah, some items, yeah, well, some items. Well, not, not, maybe, not, maybe not to that margin, but just like you'll pay double the price for you know. That's yeah, cool. for some items. That's more. Yeah, less less now. Well, actually, fuck. Shoes got really expensive nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, shoes got really fucking yeah. expensive now. I remember, what, $200? You can buy some really, really, like, nice rare kicks back then. Now $200 is fucking retail for shoes, which is like, I was looking. I was looking to get some Air Forces because uh, I was going to start deadlifting in them. Because why not? Air Forces? Yeah. But they're, like, 80 bucks. That's 80, 90 flex. bucks. Yeah, right? I've never seen anyone deadlift in Air Forces. No, I haven't either. I don't know if that would be a good idea, bro. I was going to get the high-top ones with the strap. Oh, dude, I don't know if that would work because you get this much fucking like uh, clearance it, off the ground. Is, um, they're they're thick as like, fuck. It's like doing a deficit. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know, but I was looking to get some, and they're like 80, 90 bucks, and I thought they were gonna be like 50, 60, because I feel like you know, 10, 15 years ago, that's what they were. I mean, you could get them for that price at the outlet. That's true. I'm fucking. I'm I still might do it because I've never seen anyone deadlift in Air Forces. That'd be pretty sick. 
I didn't, yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea, man. Give it a try. Or some Jordans, you know, something Hot. different. But so, what do you do to stay on track, to stay motivated when you're up all night, when you're, you know, out shopping? If you don't find something good, like, what do you do to stay motivated and stay on the ball? You know, because I feel yeah. like it's easy to to just stop. You know, like when you have that one bad day or you had that week where you don't make a sale, it's like you know, I could just like why I can just go back to the bank or whatever, make my regular paycheck and go to sleep all you know so what what keeps you motivated what keeps you like you know what fuck the bank i'm gonna do this <laughs> i wouldn't say that especially <laughs> on fucking podcast no, but not, uh, not not literally you know what you know what i mean you know what i mean not uh, fuck the bank shit i mean for me i think i talked to you about this before probably when i was lit in terms of like how i grew up and where i came from you know yes. just uh like eating food out of a dumpster and shit like that and coming from nothing so you know my parents sacrificed a lot bring me to this uh, this country where we have a lot of opportunities to do a lot of things and I feel like a lot of people don't take advantage of the opportunities that they're given and the amount of you know time that they have on their hands is wasted um, not doing anything really productive so I'm really blessed to be here and to have these opportunities and I acknowledge that they exist and I know that I can do anything that anybody else has done because we're all just humans. You know, there's nothing particularly better or, or, or worse about the next person than myself. We all have the same, you know, ability to do the same things. It's just a matter of willpower and, um, you know, being driven. And I think that's something that you can um, hone and, you know, master to, to give you that constant motivation to go forward, um, to not give up when things get rough. You're just always thinking about that bigger picture. And, you know, and like, I think like Gary Vee said in, in one of his many videos, I think the people who have the disadvantages in life or come from, you know, shitty backgrounds have um, an advantage because they have that chip on their shoulder where they don't have anything to lose. You know, you have more upside, you have no downside. You know, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to be broke. Okay, you lost, you, you tried, you failed, you went broke. Then what? You were already broke to begin with. So where else are you going to go? You know, but at least now the things that you learn and the, the, the experiences that you've gone through um, are going to allow you to fall back on your feet. You're always going to fall on your feet. You never fall on your face and you're never going to die. You know, you don't lose unless you accept, you know, that 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 is your reality. I think your mindset is everything, too, on that. So for me, that's that's the thing. I have nothing to lose. You know, it's like. It's money. Every single sale that I make or every single dollar I make is a dollar that I didn't have yesterday. And I value every single sale. Every single thing that I do is one step forward. I value every single thing that I do. And I look at it from that perspective. I, and I always remember the bigger picture. Um, you know, I wanting to be financially free and not have to worry about, you know, shit being shit going bad and then like not having money to pay or, you know, medical expenses or anything, you know, God forbid anything bad happens to my family or friends or, you know, my girlfriend or anything like that. I would like to be able to fund and pay for that and not have to worry about it and not have to, you know, sell my car or sell something to, to pay, you know, shitty situations. I want to have it on hand. Just fucking pay it, move forward, save my friends or whatever, you know. I just always want to be prepared for the worst case scenario. And I'd like to provide that for, you know, my friends and family that are around me I would like to give them that kind of lifestyle that you know I feel like they deserve 
So I, I always remember those things, and you know, those are the things that drive me. Is I'm doing this not just for myself. I'm, I'm trying to be better and always, you know, strive to to a higher um, income, not for you know bougie shit or trying to be like somebody I'm not. But it's for the financial freedom and peace of mind that I can take care of any situation that may arise in my life, and that's that's what moves me, you know. And I also set a dollar amount uh, that I'm looking to reach. And I feel like this dollar amount would help me feel a lot more comfortable with the endeavors that I've set out for myself. So I'd like to reach, um, I want to reach at least 150K gross sales by next year at this time. So uh, June 2020, I'd like to be at 150K gross sales, probably netting around 80 to 90K. Um, that's total. And, and that's total, yeah. And that's nothing, that's not anything crazy. It's not a weird flex. It's just, I think that's a very doable number. Um, and from that point, that's when I'm going to analyze and see if, you know, hiring somebody is going to be um, feasible. And then that's where we're going to go from there. That's my goal. And I just think about that number. And I know that every single thing that I do is going to help me get to that number. And if there's a day where I don't do anything productive, then that goal seems far more distant. But at the pace that I'm going at right now, I think it's, it's very doable. I think if you're able to keep up the pace you are now without burning yourself out, or overextending, I think you'll, I think you could, I think you'll hit that number before next year. Yeah, I I have faith. I, I definitely do believe, and I, and yeah, not just faith, but like faith in the numbers too. Like just doing your math. Um, you know, I've been 50, 50 days ish approximately, and I'm already at like sixty three hundred gross. So it's it's doable. Um, just I guess you know again, just every just staying motivated with what I just mentioned. Um, and just looking for new opportunities. I guess that's another thing, too. Uh, fuck, just always keep an open mind. You know, there's always a lot of cool things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Don't, it, like, if you know, for example, shit, this is funny. Like, people, people like, do the same exact thing over and over again and expect, like, different results. Insanity. You know? Right? Yeah. So, if you know that your life is not working out and whatever you're doing is not working out, then you... I don't understand why you would keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. It's not... It's not how it works. So if shit is not waking up for you, then look, look somewhere else and see if there are other things that may possibly work. And it, it's uncomfortable to do new things or venture into new things, but that's but you have what to. needs to get done. Otherwise, you're going to continue to be unhappy with whatever's going on. I think looking at the big picture is a very, it's very grounding. It kind of brings you back to why, uh, why you're doing whatever you're doing in the first place. But at the same time, I feel like that's not always enough so I feel like you know setting short-term goals accomplishing those also help um and kind of off to to the side but I feel like personally the 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 corporate environment is toxic as fuck sure because I feel like every like most people don't like it and so like they're there complaining and it's just like this whole down thing and when you get home, it just like oozes out of you and you're just upset and you don't like it. You're still thinking about it. And then you go back to it every day and it's like the cycle. And I feel like it kind of almost kills you slowly. Yeah. So I think, you know, having your own passions and dreams and driving, you know, to have that that financial freedom is is really important. And I think, yeah, you know, trying to start your own clothing company, your own eBay business, your own bakery is stressful. But if you 
if that's your passion, if that's what you, what you're, what you like, then it's a good stress. You know, you don't mind necessarily staying up to 12 at night because then, you know, the next week you get those samples of the shirts or you get those sales from the shoes or whatever the case is. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and I saw this video a while ago. I don't know who the fuck it was from. I think it's a very, like, viral video on YouTube. And it's just, like, this, like, animation of, like, over time how this the system is basically poisoning you and uh, you know pretty much draining your life and sucking any creativity or any passion out of you yeah. because it you know it pr pretty much is uh, programming you to be this robot so people allow that to happen to them you know you go and you give all your effort and you let this environment uh, affect your mentality and, 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 and visual of the outside world and you go home and you don't work on yourself you don't go home and work on what you want to do you just work on your job you know people take home the stress from work that they may have so i think it takes a very special person or somebody with a lot of drive to like not allow their nine to five job or their real life job quote unquote uh, affect their mentality or affect their ambition or creativity don't let this like you know i guess you can say for most instances this poisonous tree to to you know grab its roots around you you need to go into work just knowing that this is your job this is not your entire life and this and nothing here is more important than your own life and dreams and that you're just there from 9 to 5 p.m or whatever time frame you are and you're just there performing a task do not let anything affect your mentality do not let anything affect how you feel about yourself do not let anything from your job take away from your goals and dreams so when you clock out of work that is when your full function of your brain should turn on and you should stop robot mode but again the base of what i'm telling you is don't let work drain your spirit don't let work drain your ambition and goals and, and don't let it wear you out to the point where when you get home you're too tired to work on yourself you need to just work at 50 percent. you should never give 100 percent of your of your being or your human soul while you're at work for somebody else your 100 percent should be spent on you i agree because when i i really hope nobody from my job hears that <laughs> <laughs> i mean because i i know what you okay mean. no but fuck it doesn't mean do a shitty job it doesn't mean right not, it doesn't mean not right. do your work not do your job but, but don't, don't let, let it mean, consume don't let you. it consume your brain so right. like don't let the problems from work or whatever problem you have at work mentally drain you yeah. don't let don't over exert yourself because to, at, the, at the end of the day you're gonna be too tired to that work shit don't you. matter that shit does it not doesn't matter. it doesn't matter because it's not your business i mean it matters yes you're, you're being paid to perform a task as long as you're doing your task and you're doing it to the best of your capable robotic ability you're straight then you're good that is you're doing your job that is because that, that's what i expect as a business owner if i hire someone I don't expect them to give a fuck about my business as much as I do because I'm the one making all the money. I only expect you to care about it enough as much as you're being paid and you're doing your job, what I ask you to do, and that is it. And I don't give a fuck if you love me or hate me. As long as you're doing what I'm asking you to do, I'm cool. That's, that's what I expect from, uh, from my employee. I don't need them to be like, you know, not in, damn, that sounds terrible, but like, what I'm saying is I don't, I don't expect, you know, whoever I hire, to go to, home, to go and home and think like, about the shit think about me and text me at night tell me right. hey bro you know what I think you can do this this and this because I'm not gonna give them a piece of my business because that's not right. what I want to do right. and that I don't expect to ever own any like well I, I do but I don't expect <laughs> to ever like own 
you know, be a fucking huge part of the, the, the corporation, you know, it's not what I aspire to do. And I don't think anybody really does because that's, you know, different. But that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. So guys, if you work, if you're trying to start a side hustle or whatever, or trying to do something else for yourself, do it. Do it. Yeah. Just but don't don't even if you're yourself. not even if you don't want to do it for for monetary gain, you still need to do it. I, I say you still need to do no, it just for whatever your, whatever for your fucking yeah. mental health. You know, just whatever for you. Is. Like if you want to paint, go home and paint. You know. Yeah. If you want to fucking walk dogs, go walk dogs. You know? Whatever you want to do, but just I, take care of yourself. You know. And then tying into that, I feel like creativity is very important too. So, you know, if you're sitting behind a desk all day and, you know, typing, punching in numbers, I feel like that you need a creative outlet to, you know, to counter to counter that. You know, whether it's music, you're dancing, you're, it could be literally anything, but I think creativity plays a huge part too, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I started AK was the creative aspect. You know, I'm creating clothes, I'm creating, you know, taking photos and videos, like, I'm doing so much and I'm stimulating myself so much that I wouldn't get if I, you know, just did my nine to five. And I think that's equally as important too, you know, to right. have that creative and that creativity could also drive the motivation when, you know, when it's lacking or whatever. So I think creativity is also super important. Yeah. And, um, I think that, um, one thing, one thing I did, I do enjoy about, going to the gym or whatever and still being active is that I, fuck I'm not a scientist I don't know anything about this <laughs> shit but like whenever you're in the gym and you're working out and I the only reason I really love cardio is because I don't love cardio but the reason yeah. I like doing cardio sometimes is because it gives you like that runner side yeah you get the endorphins where, where like you're thinking about being super productive you're thinking about being like you know that much of a better person or version of yourself you're like you know you're right you're on a, you're on a, you're on a roll you're like oh you, shit as soon as i get out of here i'm gonna go home and like fucking cook my food and like do this this and this it's different like when you come into the gym you're just you know powerlifting. all you do is deadlift and that's it and then you go home you're like okay whatever like you don't have that same you're, you know, drive you're right because when i'm in the gym i would say nine that's when i do 90 percent of my AK work, if that makes sense, like, mm. as like, because, like, I feel like that's when I get the best ideas, that's when I'm, you know, texting people or responding to messages, because that's when I'm feeling the best, mm. you know, because of the endorphins and whatever, you know, is going on there, I'm just, like, I'm ready to get some shit done, and then, <clears throat> and then from there, that just, like, snowballs into everything else, you know, so, it's, mm. oh, I have to go to the store, I have to do this, I have to do that, so... That, and then, yeah, you're on, like, yeah. you're on, like, active mode, like, that's... I'm just, like, I'm gonna going, kill yeah, this going, shit today. You're going, you're going, you're going. Cause like there's days where you don't, then you're just like maybe I'll just do like those th those tasks tomorrow or like the next day or whatever. So if it wasn't for that, I honestly would probably stop coming to the gym for a while. I've only I'm only coming to the gym three. Fuck no, not even three. I can't. I'm going. I'm going to come to the gym two times a week at this point. So just Fridays and Sundays. Um, and I'm really only going because it makes me more productive. More productive on those two days. Um, but shit, I yeah, I don't know. I might start to go three times, but that's what's going on with the gym. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm getting a little bit stronger, I think. Uh, I think yeah, all these, a lot stronger. All these man. little rest days or whatever yeah. are doing a lot of good. And that's me. why I've been telling you to deadlift once a week this whole time. And look at you now. I know. I think I think but it was. It used to be fun to do it every day for me. I mean, <laughs> even though like 
Yeah, that you like the second day, I feel like crap, and the third day, I feel even worse, <laughs> and I'd be so mad at myself, like, why can't you just fucking deadlift? Like, why are you weak? And like, I just, I think everybody has this problem. So everybody wants to believe that they're like the strongest, like non non breakable person, but it's not true. Everybody is going to break. You know, even like the strongest people in the world don't deadlift every day because this is not. Or they can, but not at the, you know, not demanding that you are hitting, you know, RP 7 to 10 every day, you know? Yeah. So, I think road to 500, man, we're on the way there. Dude, I, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I would honestly just laugh about that and be like, haha, yeah, maybe someday. But now it actually It's realistic. Real. <laughs> that shit's yeah, realistic. Really seems real, dude. That shit's realistic. I almost hit, dude, if I, I, that 435 didn't feel too bad. It actually no, you, it you, actually went up pretty easy. I just lost balance yeah, and I you, couldn't. You, you totally have it. I, I honestly think you probably have 450 right now on a good day. On a good day. Good yeah. headspace. You got, yeah. I, th- I think if I if I eat good and like I rest would, and just come in with a good mentality, it wouldn't be easy at all. No, it but, wouldn't be easy. It would be a grinder, but I could. But get you it. could grind, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that four thirty five flew pretty, re- relatively easy. Yeah, you know? it wasn't bad. Wow, well, telling you, man, once a week. You rest That's a trick, bro. Once a week. Once a week. Once a week. So you only have to go to the gym once a week to get once strong. A week. <laughs> That's right. That's not true. No, it's not true at all. But yeah, man. But that's what's going on. Um, I don't know what else to really say about creativity besides because not everybody's a creative person, bro. You know, there's there's like right-minded people and left-brained people. I think like I don't know which is which, but I think one of them is more like inclined to being artsy and creative, and then one's more like of a critical thinker where they're just like you know facts, numbers, and the other side is like oh you know green and blue, <laughs> and then like. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I see you know, and I, it sucks yeah. to admit, but I'm more of like the creative type of person where I'm like, oh, green and blue, cool car. Let me do this. And it's just fun. And then like, and I'm trying to get into this numbers game. I mean, I'm, j- I'm only smart enough to get into this numbers game because it doesn't require high mathematics. I mean, it's pretty simple. Add, subtract, <laughs> divide, multiply. Um, and then like, I'll just fucking hire an accountant someday. But that's pretty much who I am. I think that's also important to know, you know, which side of that spectrum you fall into, whether you're a creative person or if you're a critical thinker. And you should act on that as your strength. So if you know you're a critical thinker and you're a, a solid facts kind of person, then live your life on those things, you know, focus on your strengths and do that. And if you're, uh, you know, a, a fucking artist or, you know, a musician or whatever, no matter what happens, you should do that, but always have a backup plan that right. allows you to eat. Right. Because I think it's also stupid when people, you know, go balls deep into something and they have no income. You know, it's kind of foolish. I know it sucks to work a job and do your passion, but you, have but you to. should always have something where you can eat. Right. Like, how the I, fuck are you going to get around? Like, it's just, it just, to me, that's just the most irresponsible thing. People are saying, yeah, that's passion. But to me, that's just the most irresponsible thing you can do. And you're just a fucking burden to people in society at this point. Because now you're asking for handouts. You're asking to sleep on somebody's couch. You're asking for money. And it's just it's just not the thing. I think you should still have that passion to do your music or whatever you do. That doesn't create money immediately. That's artistic. You should do it. But you should still work a bullshit job until your creative hustle pays the bills. Definitely. And if it does not pay the bills, do not quit your job. Do not go balls deep and be a burden to your family or friends or whoever. Asking for money. Asking for money and being a piece of shit, you know. So just 
Yeah. That's my say. That's my take on that. And if you're if you're a critical numbers person, then dude, you, you have the whole world open to you. You're in the fucking America. Like if you are in America, like you are in heaven because you can literally do anything with numbers here. Yeah. So, and I think it's very important too because uh, uh, because obviously I want AK to be the full time. Like that's what I'm doing. You know, the breadwinner or whatever. But. I'm still working my nine to five. Yeah, imagine quitting your fucking job and trying to fund oh, this I'd, business. I'd be screwed. I wouldn't be able to do right? it. But I'm and people st- do that. There's fucking people who are like, this uh, makes sense to me. I'm like, what? Hey, if they, well, whatever. But uh, I'm still working the nine to five, and I'm still doing things in that job to level up. You know, so in case AK never pops, or right. you know, three years down the line. I'm like, all right, you know, I did this for five years now, whatever. I'm gonna kind of back off it, the nine to five. You know, I'm still, you know, doing that. So. Don't neglect it to the point where, you know, you're not making moves on that side too. Because I think it's important to, to balance it and make moves on both. But you know, and then like, and also like Rumor said, I wasn't implying that the only way to be happy was to you know write music or whatever. Like whatever, if you are more of that critical side and you like to read scientific articles or whatever, you know, do basically the moral, the takeaway, do something that makes you happy. Do something that challenges you. Do something that's going to make you grow. Do something that's going to make you a little bit uncomfortable to be a better person. Don't get complacent. Always strive to learn and be better. It's true. Yeah. So. And I, I think that that bit of information, I think, gets passed around a lot, but people overlook it. But I think it's really important. And that and that helped me out, kind of trying to figure out what to do too, because like. I can be fairly creative, but there isn't a whole lot of things that I can do as a creative individual to make money right now. So I needed to find a way to create a lot of money to be happy and not a lot of money, but, you know, decent enough money to live okay. And also to be able to fund anything that I would like to do that falls into the art thing. So for instance, if I wanted to go back and do zeal again, I'm in a position now where I could if I wanted to and I wouldn't have to struggle to create. For the them. record, I'm going to cut you off here. I think you need to do zeal again. I know it's... And I've had people hit me up for the stuff, which is so kidding. My selfish opinion my, from, my own, from myself, I say do it. I want to rock the zeal shit. I want the cool new gear. I say do it. The thing is, man, it's, it's, it's going to be another thing on my plate right now. And like I said, I, my goals are already set up to what I want to do. And like adding this is just going to be like one more thing I need to get done. And it's going to take away from... Yeah, I didn't mean right now. Right now would be stupid yeah. to do it. I, I want to. I want to. I'm... Ugh, fuck my life. But especially if, if you were... I feel like you, if you were to do it again, you would do it so much... Like, now I'm not saying you did it bad before, but you would do it so much better this time. And I, I personally feel like it would be a lot more successful and rewarding this time around, personally. I think so too, just because I wouldn't really care if things sell or don't sell, because it's not my in my bread and butter. I wouldn't give a fuck if like exactly. you bought a shirt or not. And because of that, yeah, I wouldn't give out anything for free. I mean, not that it's bad to get things out. Because of that is why it will do better. Yeah, and like I don't care like if it takes like ten years for it to work. It's just like okay, here it is. Like this is I'm creating this product. I believe in this product. This is a good quality product. If you want to buy it, thank you so much. This is some dope shit. You just got a good product. I'm not going to be begging people to buy the shit. I'm not kissing anybody's ass to wear the shit. It's just, here's a product. You want to buy it? Awesome. Here you go. If you don't, and that's it. I mean, I'll do my part in, in terms of marketing and just, you know, rocking the shit and, you know, and whatever and taking some dope shots. And you have a good, good team of people behind you. 
That, that's it, man. Interesting. Yeah. So, I think now, yeah, more than more than ever, yeah, for sure. So, or even if you were to do like a streetwear thing, like if you were to do anything bro, would, in that I've in that capacity, fucking wanted to do streetwear, like anything a in that capacity. But this is so it's just it's so competitive. There's uh, you know because of there because there is so much opportunity for people to do things nowadays. There's also less opportunity for you to stand out. But that shouldn't be, like, a reason not to do it. It's just, you know, one of those factors that you have to consider. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. That, that is something to, to think about for sure. Yeah. So the sky's the limit. Anybody really who wants is. to do shit, so, just do shit. And then... So do it, you know. Take control of your life. Stop bitching and moaning. Do something about it. You know. Just, you have nothing to lose. Go for it. I, yeah, again, just uh, if you're unhappy with your life, just do something different. And uh, sometimes it's good to listen to your gut and just uh, do what feels right. So I hope this uh, this podcast episode has helped you guys either realize some shit about yourself and, you know, maybe push you to do something different. Or if it didn't and we're stupid, you can also let us know. Or if it um, offended you, good, because that means... You need to get on, get on your game and. Uh, oh yeah, that's take true. Take care bro. of your like, shit. If, okay, if, yeah. If you listen to this and you immediately got defensive, like, well, I love my nine to five. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Then yeah, if we that, feel like then that's if, good for you. If we, but, if you like, feel like we're talking to you directly, then we are. Get off your ass and go do it. That's true. Yeah. And if like again, but you know, there are people. There are people who will say that they like to live a, a complacent life, and they, you know. And I don't know if that's true. I don't true. want to be friends with them. No, no and I don't I'm know joking. if that's true or not, or if they're just saying that as a defense mechanism to justify I their, think it's their a defense mechanism. Willpower. I don't think anyone wants that. I don't like, think, yeah, I think everybody I has some sort of, like, thing that they want to do inside that they're afraid to do because they're unsure or they just don't want to take the uh, the risk of doing it. But I'm, I'm pretty fucking sure, man. I can't talk for everyone, but I'm pretty sure there's something somebody wants to do that they're not doing because they're comfortable with their life. You know, but all right, we tried to wrap this up twice already. We're, yeah, we're gonna really ra- wrap it up for real. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, check me out on Instagram, Alan Calpo. Check uh, AK Athletics out. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, every you know, we're all over there. Check out Romer on Instagram. You have anything left you want to plug? Uh, my Instagram, Romer underscore is underscore evolving. <laughs> you have a website on your? What's your eBay website? So they can go check it out. I'm not gonna. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm just joking. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week.